Welcome to the Disney Wedding Podcast. This show is brought to you by Carrie Hayward's Fairy Tale Weddings Guide, the only guidebook and bridal organizer tailored exclusively to Disney's fairy tale weddings at Walt Disney World. I'm Carrie Hayward, and each week I feature Disney wedding updates, money saving tips, and interviews with wedding vendors and real Disney couples. I also cover honeymoons, anniversaries, and engagements at the Disney parks and resorts. Join me now as the Disney Wedding Podcast celebrates romance at Disney destinations. Today on the Disney Wedding Podcast, I am speaking with Disney bride Maria Cunha about her wedding at the Wedding Pavilion with a reception at the Whitehall Room and Patio at the Grand Floridian, with a dessert party at Italia Sola in Epcot, and a welcome party at Harambe Marketplace in Animal Kingdom. I thought you guys would be interested to hear how she chose all these locations and how she planned everything and how it all turned out. So welcome, Mari. Hi, Kelly. Thank you so much for allowing me to be on your podcast. I'm absolutely grateful for this opportunity. Thanks for being on the show today. I would love to start at the very beginning and find out how you and your fiance decided that you wanted to have your wedding at Disney. So I feel our decision grew with us as we grew. Disney was actually our first big family trip it was for our daughter's birthday during mickey's halloween party and it was amazing and from then it just became like little trips to disneyland and i remember being in the parks one time and seeing i believe a father of their of the children that were there with them drop to his knee and do a proposal and i was like oh my gosh like that'd be crazy like how exciting that would it be And the next trip that we had ended up planning, I believe it was after COVID, we finally got our trip because we had done cancellations because of COVID, obviously. And then we ended up adding a new addition to our family. And it was just amongst the madness. Well, that Christmas trip at Mickey's very merry Christmas party, he dropped to his knees in our matching Christmas pajamas in front of the castle in front of the kids, especially the two eldest, like for them to to see it, the excitement, my excitement, I could have sworn I, I blacked out. Like, <laughs> I don't really remember people shouting and him being a little nervous. I It was just us. Like, we, he even did like a joke to like, he knew I like I was nervous. So he joked around, like did like a Tarzan pose and the laughter broke out. So like, it was a nervous giggle. It was amazing. Like it was, that was it. And I was like, oh my gosh, that's right there when I knew we're doing Disney wedding. Like that's what we're doing no matter what. (laughs) That's fantastic. How did your friends and family react when they found out where the wedding was going to be? Well, some immediately had the reaction of, of course, like we wouldn't expect anything else. Others more so had the thought of like, we've been together this long, like why or why so far, you know, kind of have it more close, I guess, you know, because having a, a home wedding means more the invite, you know, and then there were some that just didn't believe us just absolutely up until we posted a picture of our portrait session. So, I mean, you don't believe it till you see it. <laughs> how many guests did you invite and how many were able to make the trip? We had invited 46 adults. Adults with kids included. So that was on a list total. And out of that total was 28 showed up. Okay, got it. Did you set up a room block for them? We did set up a room block. 
The resorts that we picked was All-Star Movies because it's not only our favorite for the kids. It was actually our first resort, like a family resort that we stayed for. And it was also budget friendly for us and our guests. Oh, we also actually picked Grand Floridian, too, because I said, if I'm doing a Disney wedding, I have to do it there, especially because the Enchanted Rose Lounge. <laughs> That's great. How did you choose the day of the week and time of day for your wedding? So the day of the week was, I don't think it was necessary the day of the week that was picked. It's the date that we picked. So the 14th just so happened to land on a Tuesday. So that played a big part. And I'm a huge believer in golden birthdays, which pretty much means like an example, like if you turn 14 on the 14th of March, that's your golden birthday. And for us, we turned 14 years that I loved Louise. I was involved with them. We grew. We started everything with each other. Like our adventure began 14 years on the 14th. So, and that was also the reason behind the color of my dress because it was a golden event for me. Huh, that's interesting. How did you choose the time of day? I actually just like the fact that me being a mother, I absolutely knew morning was not going to be good. <laughs> it just, the time management, it, it just wasn't going to be great with knowing that I, I have a three-year-old. She is chaos when she's woken. So I I just didn't want a morning wedding because I knew that I would have to wake all of them up like single-handedly. And it was just been crazy. So the afternoon, I, I was so thankful that I got approved for my date and my time. That's great. How did you choose your ceremony and reception venues? Ceremony? When I first decided that I wanted to do a Disney wedding, I was the girl that was like, I'm going to get married inside of Magic Kingdom, no matter what, in front of the castle. But when I saw inside your book, actually, it was your book when I had opened it, I was flipping back to the pages, seeing what's available. because I was like, oh, okay, like, there's more out there, Marty. And just what's the possibility? I saw the wedding pavilion. I immediately Googled it. I saw it. And I was like, that's where I'm getting married. I love that it had the look of the chapel. I love that it was weather security. I love that it was close to, to the location of where I was going to stay at for the reception. I think it just kind of played off of being available and around the area where the wedding pavilion was at. Because if I had the choice, I would I would have done the Italy. Oh, that's interesting. So, but you incorporated your dessert party there at Italy. Yes. So exactly. So so what I was doing was playing with our with our sales consultant. It was either I have my reception in Italy where it's crazy. Luis and I always said that if we were we were to get married, we were going to take off to Italy. Wow. So happened Italy was a reception area of that was available for Disney, but not for our date. But for the dessert party, I, it was available. So either way, we still took off to Italy. <laughs> That's great. Did you use any outside vendors for the portions of your event that you were able to? Yes. Thankfully, we had discovered through a Facebook group, I believe it's called Official Disney Brides and Disney Prides Disney Weddings. And there was a place suggested to us called Ocean Hawks. And we were working with them for floral and decor that we were allowed a third vendor through the White Hall because it's a ballroom. And Disney allows because it's a ballroom, you're able to use outside vendors. 
So we were working with them, but there were certain items that Disney weren't allowing us to use outside of the ballroom where it were in our pre-reception. Even though the patio was connected with the White Hall, it still was outside. So anything outside, we weren't allowed to use at all. So that means we weren't meeting the budget that Ocean Hawk gives out. So you have to meet a certain quote for them to even be considered. Well, during the process that we were planning with Ocean Hawks, they had suggested to us, it was called Bluegrass Chic. Oh my gosh, absolutely amazing. I could not suggest them enough. They even gave me emotional because with Disney, it, it got kind of selective. Like you could ask for certain things, but you, it was a hit or miss. But I was actually able to walk in and see my flowers and see like half of my arch and just see like the golden Harlows, I think they were called. It was emotional. I left kind of teary-eyed. I texted the owner of the store and the person that I was working with immediately let them know, like, thank you so much for everything looked great from there. I can only imagine what my reception would have looked like. And then for Merrily Married was our videography. They were absolutely great. Like they were on point. They went back for effort and they had missed a certain part of our, it was our welcome party. And when I got back our final film, I had seen certain parts that I thought weren't going to be in my film. And it was, I got teary eyed immediately because I was like, oh my gosh, like I can say like we were there. Like that was part of our ride mix in. Like it was, it was just so great for me to know, like they, they made up for just lost time and, and everything that happened through our reception and the bits and pieces that they got, they highlighted our wedding. And it was just great that I can look back that everything that was that was captured in a photo, they captured live. Like it was just it's beautiful for them. Like I, I love it. That's wonderful. Catherine Martel is another person that we used her services. She offered for them to steam our dresses. She sent over her assistant, Samantha. Absolutely great. Like she talked to the kids. She she gave me conversations that I didn't know that I needed. And it wasn't even nothing big. It was just basically talking about kids visiting New York, what to eat from there and what to do, what not to do. And I didn't know I needed that break. So I definitely appreciated that. And she was a great sport when it came to doing my dress because that golden dress, I could tell you, it looked like it funded Tinkerbell's Pixie Dust Fountain. Because anytime <laughs> she popped out, <laughs> she popped out with like golden sparkles all over her. We also used a travel agent through Pirate and Mermaid Vacations, the adventure coordinator named Autumn Barnes. She was able to help us score rooms at the Grand Floridian for our wedding stay and our portrait session that was originally booked up when we had asked our room block if there were any rooms available. And she was able to actually snag us some. So I'm completely thankful for that part because our getting ready photos would have been pretty crammed and hectic. <laughs> <laughs> so how did you choose to have Catherine Amundi as your officiant? Looking at the group and seeing, you know, everyone's review and Catherine Amundi, she stood out to us. I won't lie. Like I was the whole like dreamy England accent that I loved. I, I loved like the movie sense of it that it brought to me, like the fairy tale that it brought to the films that I would see. And then so when I had set up a meeting with her, it was a laid back conversation. Like she was professional on film and then on your videography, 
But on the Zoom meetings, she was like a laid back conversation that I could have had. And in the most respectful way, she had like that grandma vibe. And I and I knew she would have made our ceremony run smooth. And it absolutely did. It was beautiful. Like I look at it every time and I completely cry. <sighs> so did you add any kind of entertainment to your ceremony or your reception? The only entertainment we did was DJ. I wish the lighting package was offered in the White Hall and patio, but the room isn't set up for projections from what our planner told us. Oh, that's interesting. So you just had basic lighting. Yes. Like I actually just reread our BEO and that's a good thing for the brides to look out for is that it charges for the DJ and uproom and lighting and such, but the White Hall doesn't allow it. So you're getting charged for it, but you can't use it. Oof, they didn't give you a discount on that? Mm-mm. The only thing we, they they gave us was the up lighting that they did. Interesting. Okay. Do you have any menu items or cake flavors from your reception that you would recommend? Absolutely. So at our welcome party, uh, we had our guests actually loving the fire cracker shrimp that we had. They also love the warm fire pit s'mores cake that we did. We also did the zebra dome cakes that we did over there. Oh my gosh, they loved them. They were absolutely delicious. And then we also had at our pre-reception, we actually ran out of the shrimp. The Disney team was telling our guests that there was no longer any because the amount of service that was given through them. The name was called Lime Chili Pepper Vodka Poached Shrimp served with cilantro tequila cocktail sauce. They actually loved that one. And the red pepper, goat cheese, and olive tapenade, crostini. That's great. Now, can you talk a little bit about the dessert party that you added at Italy Asola and Epcot and then the welcome party at Animal Kingdom? Yeah. So our Italy dessert party, I absolutely need to be there because, the, I mean, the hidden story behind it was Luis and I wanted to get married over there in Italy and the idea of just taking off over there in eloping. But it turned out to be our dessert party location and the desserts that we picked, I wanted them to be more of like a sweet and salty style of it. And I like the name of the dessert package that I actually picked. So that played a part in the, the picking of it. So in the name of each dessert, I like that it had a name from each pavilion. So it wasn't necessarily like, oh, just random, I guess, like pineapple Dole Whip. Like, you know, they did like the cream puffs, but it was an actual like an Italian style cream puff from the Italian pavilion. Like, for example, just a random example. I like that it played off from each pavilion. I actually wish that we could have done a ride mix in, but... When I wanted to do it, the Gardens of the Galaxy was already taken. Mm. And it was because I did it so last minute. Like, I could have sworn I reached out to my planner March 7th, I want to say, and was like, hey, can I do a ride mix in? It's like, oh, you're a little late. <laughs> and then for our welcome party, we wanted the so behind the story of the welcome party and the park that we chose at, it played on Luis's name. So when I had first met Luis, he had told me his last name was Acuna. And I was like, Acuna? Like, and my immediate thought was like, that kind of sounds like Acuna, like Acuna Matata. And he was just like, well, it's actually Acuna, like the, the accent mark of it. But I couldn't help but associate it to the song, you know, like Acuna Matata. <laughs> and it turns out to be one of like our family favorites and one of our family favorite parks. Like our kids absolutely love it, especially Lion King. Like we... 
when we go there, the show is an absolute must. Like it's an absolute must that we have to go there. And I wish we could have done that show being our ride mix in, but it, unfortunately it's not available for a ride mix in. So the next best thing as an idea for a dinner and the show for our guests was another favorite that we like was tough to be a bug. And it was an actual surprise for our planner because usually the main sought out ones are the flight of passage and, you know, the avatar rides. But no, I wanted them to just kind of sit down, kind of make it like a fun experience where it gets them involved, like regardless if they want to or not. And it was fun. Like even the adults kind of were like creeped out, but kind of nervous laughing. And it was just fun for us. And then like the dinner, it kind of eased everyone out of their, I don't know, weirdness of being new in a new place because some of them were actually there for the first time. Wow, that's a great idea. Can you give my listeners a timeline of how the wedding day fit together? Yes. So we were given the event start time would be at 1230. So I would say I got up around just because of nerves, probably like 4 a.m., maybe even five. And then I I worked on myself and I probably got my my kids up, got them around maybe like six. Everything and pictures were on point. They actually showed up a little early, which was I was even excited because I was ready early. So our photos probably started around 12.15. And during that time, I know that our guests were obviously getting ready and everyone was to be in the wedding pavilion by two. So they were they were telling me that they weren't going to allow anybody in after that. that if you weren't there, I'm sorry. <laughs> so I know in between that they were doing. So I want to say like at 11 uh, videography got there at our groom's all star uh, resort at the movies. And they started shooting with Luis first with Disney photo. And then they traveled to us. And then that's when the photos and everything started getting real. Like everything started setting in like, okay, like I'm walking out of my resort room and everything's starting to push forward. So that means I'm going out by 2.15 because 2.30 was our wedding ceremony and it started at that time. Everything went so smooth by then. 2.30, we started with officiant Catherine walking down the aisle with everybody. And I want to say around like 3.30. Everything kind of slowed down with our exit. We did a planned exit uh, with our carriage and they did pedal toss. We did our photos at Picture Point, I believe it's called. And then we head back to our pre-reception area where our planners pulled us aside, gave us some food. I want to say around 3.30, 340-ish. So our pre-reception was around, it ended around 3.45 and then they sh- they let us do a first look at our our reception room absolutely beautiful like it was just i was so thankful how it looked i was excited to know what everything would have looked like had i not been missing a lot of my decorations because i was actually supposed to have taller decorations than what was shown in photos that was missing through disney it kind of sucked to not see all of everything because even my desserts that were supposed to be set up they were kind of supposed to be set up on different layers for it to kind of look offset but they had only put one rose on a stack of books so I kind of felt like that was kind of like the plainest of the decorations I want to say but everything looked great our reception was supposed to be from 4 through like 7 15 because we were going to go to our dessert party but there was a, a medical 
issue that went kind of wrong where it kind of pushed back our reception. But we were able to kind of get our last dance with each other and kind of have that intimate moment that we that we did have with each other. And, you know, that that felt good for me. Like, okay, like it kind of slowed down things. And I want to say we probably we got there a little late. We were supposed to get there at 845. I want to say we probably got there like at nine because the show had already, I want to say, started. So when we got their photos, was they, uh, they're already like taking photos of uh, like fireworks and stuff. And then that's when our dessert party went, ended around like 945. And then we pretty much just headed back to the resort for like, you know, just kind of drinks and last minute talks and laughs afterwards. And that's pretty much all we did for the day or an evening that I can remember. <laughs> <laughs> So when you were planning, what were some of the most important aspects where you focused your attention or your budget? Besides the date, I want to say definitely media. I wanted to make sure not only did we get coverage for our wedding day, we had coverage for our welcome party and portrait session. So I wanted to make sure that that fit in no matter what. And then another one was food and beverage. We love food. Luis and I, are we love to eat and it's our kids love to eat, so we wanted our guests to be able to eat. And we've always said if we're doing a wedding, it's a must to have an open bar and as much food options as possible that we're allowed to give our guests. And another one that, that we it was a must for our budget was decoration. And not just floral and decor, but Walt Disney World itself is an international decoration. So it's not just their venues that show detail, but their food and drinks are art and decorative. So it all just mixed together with it. That's wonderful. Were there any aspects that were less important where you saved your money or your effort? I guess, you know, my, our thing was like, everyone wants a big wedding in a sense of having, you know, everyone and their grandma invited, but we still always wanted like an intimate, like a, almost like a VIP feel to our guests. Like, you know, we want it to be close, closely for us and for you, like not just some random people as well. So for sure, the amount of people that we didn't really care, like we were, it was just that, that was just less important. It was, it was less important, but important. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And then I want to say the custom entertainment. Uh, we discussed characters once and moved on. It wasn't such a big deal for us to just miss out on. And then the cake, um, not so much that we weren't pleased with their flavors. We just already had our heart saved and set on a flavor. That if we knew we couldn't have it for our wedding cake, we weren't going to have cake at all. Oh, interesting. So did you not have a cake? No, we didn't have cake like at all. The only thing we did, we when we went to our tasting, we did a tasting before we actually did our wedding there. And we they were allowed to give us um, wedding ideas for our menu ideas and our dessert and see if like we can actually talk, like give them an idea of how we want to look, our cake looks and theme and you know, what they offer, buttercream, fondant, fillings, custards, everything, you know? And I went in there with the idea of like, oh my gosh, if they don't offer this flavor, I already have a backup plan. And the backup plan was there's a rose dessert from the Enchanted Rose and it is rose dessert. And I thought it would be absolutely fitting for Luis and I's wedding theme because it was heavily based on Be Our Guest. So what flavor did you want that they couldn't do? So there was this flavor and I want to say I blame my mother-in-law because there was this flavor that she got a cake made and it's called a masa pan flavored cake. 
And it's I every time she gets it, every time if it's since she's gotten it for a baby shower cake flavor that I had, I've always had to have it for a birthday party or any celebration we're doing. I want that flavor. <laughs> and I knew Luis loved it. And I felt like when we first took our first bite, it was like love at first bite. Like, oh, my gosh, this is our wedding flavor. If we have, when we get married, this is our wedding flavor. And so Disney said, no, we can't recreate that for you. No, I've actually, I asked him, I was like, is there a possibility if I were to get this, this flavor? Because the bakery that my mother-in-law usually gets from, the first time she got it, it was a cake made from Mexico. And then she found a shop made here in our home state. And I asked him if I could get them the recipe, like what would, would we be able to? And I don't, maybe there was just like a miscommunication of what they could do and what I was giving them. Because they were telling me that the masa pan that I was looking for wasn't what they had. I had actually was speaking with the chef. He had came to our table, sat next to us, and was talking to Luis and I about items off of the menu. And when it came to the cake, I had given him the idea of the rose because I was explaining to him about our wedding theme. And his eyes, like, looked at me with his eyebrows up like, I've never been asked before, like, I've never been asked for to do this before. And my heart, like this gut feeling told me immediately, I knew we were going to get told, yes, they're going to allow this dessert to be made because we were actually told that there's certain desserts that they can copy and there's certain desserts that they're, they don't have, I guess, proper terms, the rights to do it because like they got to get certain permissions from parks to be able to do it for the wedding. I, I don't know. I don't really know like the politics and such like that. But yeah, he had told us I can get permission because it was from a certain restaurant in one of the parks. Or I'm not sure how that worked, but we got told, yes, we could do it. And I was completely thankful because I absolutely love the photos of it. I love that it looked like a rose dessert, but it had like the gray stuff in it. It just it was everything. I loved it. It just fit for us. Everything. And then it had like a gold, a gold sprinkle on it. It was just beautiful. I love it. (laughs) (laughs) I see. So these were individual desserts, not a cake. They were actually individual desserts that were hand plated for our guests, like to be served. Oh, that's awesome. The execution of the display, it would have been beautiful. I know it would have been beautiful, but I think it was just like the time management, just the decoration wasn't executed, but the dessert is just absolutely beautiful. I recommend any guest that doesn't want to go into a dessert party with a full cake, that right there would be an excellent idea. Cause it's the image of it, not only it's eye catching, it tastes delicious. That's wonderful. Okay, so out of all of this, what ended up being your favorite memory of your wedding day? I mean, I don't wanna sound cheesy and all, but I mean, I did marry my best friend, okay? <laughs> but I, <laughs> I, I, I married him, okay? I think it was walking into the ceremony, like the ceremony, the the White Hall, and seeing not just him in his suit, but realizing these people in this room chose out of their life to come travel across the country because our home park is Disneyland. We're Arizona. We traveled across the country and they traveled for us. And I think that holding on to that memory that those people chose to be there on that day for us, not for them. You know, maybe it was like an extra for them, like an extra, like, oh, yeah, we went. But it was it was for us. Like, it was meant to celebrate for us. That's wonderful. Now, did anything go wrong or just not turn out like you expected? 
I want to say absolutely yes. <laughs> because, <laughs> and I, I just, it's only because my daughter had an allergy outbreak that caused the paramedics to arrive even after like pointing out to our, to the serving staff, like do not serve this child, please for the love of life, don't serve this child. And she ended up getting an allergy reaction. So kind of pushed back our reception and it actually made our eldest daughter miss out on the opportunity. She actually uh, was going to perform during our reception on her violin and the daughter that was going to dance, be her little dancer was the one that was having the allergic reaction. So I guess that right there was a like the biggest thing where I was like, oh my gosh, like I wish I could have seen that and that been part of our video. But um, there was a silver lining for it. So I'm, I'm trying to look at the good of it. Like maybe my daughter would have gotten stage fright or something, you know? So I try and look at the best of it for that part. And then I wish we weren't missing the floor and the decor because I know it would have just been, it would have just been great, I, especially because how extravagant to see the candelabras to be on top of the tables amongst our floral bridges. And then like we even were supposed to have more decoration on top of the tables, but because there was so much floral that was used, they just couldn't fit on our stuff. Hmm. It would have, I don't know. Maybe I guess I expected Disney to kind of be like Disney magic. Like let's just put them around the table, like just scatter them around or something. I don't know. Maybe just improvise, but they, they gave us a discount on, on that part, the ones that weren't used during our reception. Oh, good. Okay. Was there anything that seemed like a big deal beforehand or you were worried about, and then it turned out not to be a big deal? Yes. So definitely for sure, I want to say like the seating chart, for sure. People are adults. They, they can sit wherever they can sit. As long as my kids were near like the sweetheart table, I was okay. So seating chart, for sure, I didn't, I didn't really care after all. And then I want to say uh, the cake for sure, just because I thought that I would miss the cake cutting part of it, like the feeding fun of it. But if anything, it was just it was just the picture moment, like standing next to a tall cake. And it was just it would have been a waste of money, if anything. So and the rose dessert was more suiting for Luis and I. It was it was just meant for him and I and personally give each it meant to also to like thank our guests, like within each rose, like, thank you for coming to our wedding. Thank you for coming to our wedding type thing. And then the dance floor, dance floor for sure. I was panicking, thinking that the dance floor was going to be extremely small just because the Whitehall itself isn't such a large space. So I was scared with the tables and the, the cake area and the DJ area. I was scared that the dance floor was going to be small, but it actually wasn't. It was pretty good. Oh, great. Okay. Is there anything you would have done differently knowing what you know now? Oh, my gosh. Number one thing for sure, I would have not done a 10-day trip. I would have cut it down to half a trip with more fun. Like, for example, I would have put the money towards us having two ceremonies and an in-park wedding reception with live entertainment immediately. Like, right off the bat, I would have done that. And then... I can say I would have not only hired a Disney photographer, but I would have hired an outside vendor photographer because I just want everything captured. I could have had Disney focus on Luis and I and another photographer focus on just my kids and another focus on family and friends. You know what I mean? Like I wanted everything captured no matter what. It's just who I, who I am. I would have definitely done a first look with my husband. 
not just my son. I did my first look with my son. I absolutely adore the photos. I actually broke down at our dessert party that we had. It's in my, my wedding film. I broke down because they had given me a photo of me standing behind my son doing a first look with him. So I could have only imagined what I would have done a first look with Luis. And then also I would have allowed more photo images like with him in my dress and just in different areas of the Grand Floridian. So definitely keep that an eye, like especially because you've been with him for so long. Like he's seen you. <laughs> he's seen you through it all, birth and everything. Like <laughs> do it. Just do the first look. It, I, and honestly, like I remember reading on the uh, one of a Facebook, the Facebook group called uh, Official Disney Bride and uh, Disney Prides. And there was a photographer and she's like, I'm just going to sit and educate you all. And I was like, okay, like, interesting. Well, educate me. And reading her whole post, I literally was like, I wish I could have read this before I had my wedding because I honestly would have definitely done that with the first look of knowing I could have had more time with them. And then I would have agreed with Disney by pushing my time, my start time of my reception because they actually suggested me push back my reception time so that way they could have fit all of my decoration into my reception area but i had already seen outside in the area that my like the kids were kind of running around i was kind of getting antsy because i was separated from them i didn't know what they were doing like so i was just kind of like no 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 like let's just start the reception just it's okay about the the decor you you said you guys that you'll give me a refund that that's okay like if i could have gone back especially knowing that we still got pushed back I would have definitely just pushed back the reception and just got the kids and just been with them separated in that room and had that little break with them, especially with the kids. Interesting. Okay. These are great tips. Do you have any other advice or tips for future Disney couples? Absolutely. So definitely if you have any type of second thought, follow your gut and hire that outside vendor, private wedding planner, like whatever service you feel that you need that extra attention for, hire them for it. Somehow, some way, make it fit into your budget because come that wedding day, it's better that you have it and not need it than need it and not have it. Because I definitely wish I could have had someone like, I guess to feel like they were 100% on my side to be there to uh, read my BEO and be like, okay, she had this and this. Because I was being interrupted during the wedding by the entertainment team and telling me like, oh, this, you know, what what about this? And what about this? I felt like I could have given that to somebody else, you know, like, so that would have been great. And get videography. I absolutely love Marilyn Mary. Like, I am absolutely thankful for them because anything photo didn't get or they got, but it was in like in a still pose videography got in a full clip. And I was like, Oh my gosh, like you just see the whole motion of it and it just brings so much more joy. So if you can fit that into your budget, definitely fit it in there because honestly, you're going to regret it. I took that immediate advice when I got brides telling me like if they regretted one thing, it was not getting videography. So I knew I wanted to make that fit no matter if it was at the welcome party dessert party or our wedding day entirely. And then don't be scared to offer an idea. And it comes back down to that rose dessert because the worst they can do is say no. And you move on and you go on to the best next idea that you got. So 
my best idea was that rose. And if it not had been that, it would have been something else. And I know it would have been something just as creative because they're not scared of new ideas as well. You got to remember, you are going to Disney. So they're interested in your ideas because they may not think of that idea. You might be their first one. You might be their inspiration. So don't be scared to come up with that idea and see if they will offer that because if they really want it, they're going to make it happen too. And then my husband, he worded a budget, set a budget and do your dang best to not go over it. Be strict on yourself. That's great advice. Well, Monty, I think you've offered a lot of great tips and advice for anyone who's getting married at Walt Disney World. And I appreciate your taking the time. Yes, absolutely. I am extremely excited and happy to be on here with you. And I'm so thankful for your book and everything that you have given us because going into the Disney World wedding, I felt ready for it. That's our show for today. I'm your host, Carrie Hayward, inviting you to join me again next week for another episode of the Disney Wedding Podcast. Past shows and tons of photos for each episode are available on my website, DisneyWeddingPodcast.com, or listen in your favorite podcast app. And for instant answers to all your Walt Disney World wedding questions, check out Carrie Hayward's Fairy Tale Weddings Guide, available as an interactive ebook with continual free updates at FairytaleWeddingsGuide.com. <laughs>